0: hello welcome to the first live show everyone hope everyone's doing well out there happy saturday it's saturday night i can't say that legally i can't say that so it is saturday night and we're doing a live podcast so this is how i will say it and not legally and get in trouble so hope everyone again having a great saturday Hopefully, this will become a more common thing. Let's see see how it goes, see how everyone thinks. Chris Brooks, I can't wait either. Let's see what happens. This is definitely something exciting, something new, something different. Can everyone hear me okay? Yes, no? Raise your hand if you don't hear me. So, yeah, something new, something different. I believe my microphone's on. This is the first time I've done this, first time on YouTube, so I believe this is going all right. So I'm just going to talk about, um, each week I'll try and come up with a different topic. This week I want to talk about the uh, the new 50th anniversary celebrations. 50th anniversary is coming up quickly. And uh it will be uh it's gonna be spectacular. It is definitely gonna be something to uh to be excited about. And there's been a lot of announcements. There's gonna be no more announcements, obviously, that we don't know about yet. Thank you. Thank you again, Chris Brooks. We hear you, we see you, you got this awesome. I'm glad. Glad this is working out so far. <laughs> I don't always have the best track record. I was working with uh, on another podcast, and it took us two days um, for, between scheduling and technical issues to be able to get through to, uh, to start recording, because um, one reason or another, computers, streaming services weren't working. Ah, excuse me. Yes, that is dressed water. Don't worry. So let's uh let's jump right into it, shall we? So the 50th anniversary, what do we have going on here? We have this is gonna be called, or they're calling it Disney PR is calling it the world world's most magical celebration. So you have a couple of their their buzzwords in there. You got magical, you have celebration. Um the world, obviously referring to Walt Disney World, that, that's that's no surprise there. Beginning October 1st. Why October 1st? Because October 1st is when the Magic Kingdom opened up officially and became Walt Disney World's, uh, the Disney Company's second park. So first park in Florida. Opened October 1st, 1971. So it would be all but fitting to have it begin on October 1st, 2021. The funny thing was, is that this celebration was actually supposed to start last year. <laughs> yes, Brooks, it is just water. Um, but yeah, the, the celebration was originally planned to start last year and run through including October 1st. But things being as it were, no one expected the world to start going stir crazy and um, you know, fall apart and insane and the world come to a stop. So that's why you had to to start it. That's when they shifted everything. Um, a lot of the attractions that are supposed to be built already are still being worked on. Um, Tron coaster, Guardians of the Galaxy, Space 220, Ratatouille, all that stuff was supposed to actually already be built and open. A lot of the stuff in Epcot, all the stuff in Epcot had to, a lot of it's being tabled. As much as the work is going on there, um, we have the demolition of the CommuniCorps buildings and uh, refitting of the um, CommuniCorps West. I always get that mixed up. But I believe CommuniCorps West is now being, or Innoventions as a lot of people know it, I I still call them CommuniCorps. I am am of that school. I, I do call it Epcot. Some people still call it Epcot Center, but I, I do uh, I have referred to it as Epcot but yes uh, that's being refurbished there. you're going to get the uh, Moana water attraction walkthrough journey thing um, that's going to be in the future world area there and um, where the uh, Fountain of Nations was um, moment of silence for the Fountain of Nations. Yeah, Fountain of Nations. I I always enjoyed watching that. It that was really cool. Um, they've always they've done a lot with that. Uh, some of you that may know the history that they took water from all the representative ca- countries and poured it into there, and hence the name Fountain of Nations. But it's going to be an eighteen month celebration event. Um, and not everything happens on the first. The first is just when it kicks it off number of things are happening on the first i guess that's it's you could say it's kind of the biggest day for things to be happening but things will be happening throughout the 18 months so we have new nighttime spectaculars we have um what else besides the nighttime spectaculars we have the uh daytime spectaculars we have the uh shiny things beaking of shiny things And the uh, special dressed characters, plus something else, another event that was uh, re-announced, as it were. So you have, um, at the Magic Kingdom, we'll start with the Magic Kingdom, because that is the, uh, more or less, the most important park. We have a nighttime spectacular, we have Disney Enchantment. Which is a uh, debuts October first at the Magic Kingdom Park. It takes guests on a journey filled with adventure and wonder. Um, through, you know, guests will be guests will journey on fulfillment with um, uh, fulfilled with adventure, wonder, and empowerment, inspiring everyone to believe in magic. It will feature music, enchanting lights, stunning fireworks, and for the first time, immersive projections. Um, effects that extend from Cinderella's castle, which we see now on Happily Ever After, and go straight down Main Street U.S.A. So, needless to say, they were busy installing projectors while the park was not open when they could. So that should be fun. That should be something fun to see. I I love Happily Ever After. Is this replacing Happily Ever After? They haven't said officially. And this is kind of something that makes me wonder. Is this, are we going to get Happily Ever After? And then after that, are we going to get uh, Disney Enchantment? Or are we losing Happily Ever After and getting Disney Enchantment? Remember, the Magic Kingdom Park has only had three nighttime uh, shows, full-time standing nighttime shows. This is not including shows like the Halloween Wishes or Halloween... Uh, the boot to you spectacular, uh, any of that type of stuff, any of the um uh Christmas stuff, any any of those things, um, princess and pirates, those are something separate because those are like special events, those already take place from one point to another point, they're in a the small window. Rest of the year type of things, things that are always going on, that's what I'm talking about. So, you've had um, ah, why I always forget the the initial one. Um well you had wishes, you have happily ever after, and then you have fantasy in the sky. Um, so you've had those three. Those it's only been it. I mean, if you you go to the magic, um, if you go to Disneyland, they get a new one every 18 months or so. They they they've got they've had a whole bunch of stuff. So the Magic Kingdom in Walt well, Disney World has only had three. So this will be this the fourth one? We'll find out. Um, they haven't said officially in what capacity this is going to be is going to be going. So yeah, so we have we will have that, and um, that that should be spectacular. I mean, just you know, the complete immersion that you know a good chunk of the park is now included. I mean, Main Street USA and the castle. I mean, it's it's a small key of the park, but the it, the. I think that's going to be quite special. I think that that's going to be really a sight to see. Um, like I said, with Happily Ever After, the the amount of immersion just in that, and that's pretty much just on the castle and the, the side things there, the side turrets, is, is breathtaking and beautiful. This um, now extending through straight down Main Street is going to be something else. I think that we will really get a, a really powerful story and sense of everything. Um, for you, some of you, you know, bring the tissues. I, 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 you know, will say that we should definitely need to bring the tissues. So, yeah, that is going to be, that's going to be something else. Um, not to be outdone, Epcot is getting its new show. You know, the, the worst kept secret in the... Uh, in disney currently at this time is harmonious you have the big bulking barges in the the middle of the lake there um the seven uh, so you got the the main center barge and you got the the ones coming off to the side the projector screens on the side with the the moving arms the fireworks so october first again harmonious will debut the largest nighttime spectacular ever created by for a disney park it's being touted as It will be a celebration of Disney music that inspires people worldwide, um, unifying power of story and song, embracing new technical magic that incorporates pyrotechnics, uh, fountains, lighting, and media in a new way. New uh, interpretations of classic Disney songs reimagined in more than a dozen languages by a diverse group of 240 artists from around the world. What will that sound like? 240 different voices singing a vast array of Disney songs that I am sure they will hit on all the current countries that are there and maybe then some. Cuz you get and when you think about it that these play these Countries have now been utilized in a number of films. In each film, has its own song cata- um, catalog. So we'll have lots of we'll have music from France, music from Japan, China, uh, Italy. So we, we get all that stuff that will get combined into um, Harmonious which It's which isn't too far off from what they did with the illuminations. But now you got the they're and you know taking this um, blurb apart that you will have it reimagined in more than a dozen languages. So we will now have the vocalization and the vocalization will be translated into the different languages of the lands. And uh, that they haven't done so, so much before. It was always just in English and they may take musical cues from different places or the original Illuminations where you did have music from the different countries represented, but it was all the classical music. So there was no words really needing to be interpreted. So this is going to change that up a little bit. It's really taking it to the next step. And then, of course, like I said, you have the barges and all the, the technical achievement, achievement where they had to, they constructed these things from the ground up right there in Epcot. So that that's going to be quite spectacular. That's going to be something different. Real talk harmonious, barges too big. Blocks the view to be determined. Yes, that we shall see. Um get, that is a good point. They are quite large. <laughs> they are quite and this is this is coming from imagineering because they admit they are large. These things are big. They are they are quite the the large um eyesores at the time. They haven't been turned on yet. They they haven't been turned on yet supposedly these things are going to run open to close for the park. So once the park opens, they will already be running what there, there is a pre-programmed water sh- show. Called kind of like the fountain of, uh, of nations where the fountain of nations was always running. Even whenever it wasn't performing a show, there was, it was always going. That's going to be the same thing with the harmonious barges that, they're going to be basically a giant water feature in the middle. And if you look how the centerpiece, the ring one, is set up and aligned, from my understanding, if you're standing in Japan, you will see Spaceship Earth right through the middle of it. So it kind of actually enhances Spaceship Earth. and becomes this more unifying um, decor. I don't know if that's the the best use of word, but it it will be it will be something um it will be something different. But again, until that part is fully working, right now, yeah, it, it is a giant black eyesore sitting in the um, sitting in the lagoon there. and it, it, it is they're painting it. they're trying to make it look better. There's still a lot of work that they have to do on it. just because they're in place doesn't mean that they're finished yet We shall see. Um, my trust is in the Imagineers. Disney does not leave source. We have to remember that, you know, a- a- as appalling as something is, they always seem to work it in. You know, the, you know the Disneyland has a giant matterhorn coming out of it, and they strategically placed it in a way that you, you it kind of oh, well, it kind of makes sense where it is, it, it kind of doesn't seem out of place, even though it is. They, they, they figure these things out they figure these things out and i i can't see it lo- how it is not presented now is not how it's going to be october 1st and i'm gonna leave it at that because that that's that's what they're promising us and they they usually come through least aesthetically on stuff rides you know is a ride as good as it should be that that's a whole nother story but as aesthetics go and as things look this should be uh this should work out fine speaking of epcot you also have ratatouille opening grand opening october 1st and the, the keyword here is the grand opening what does that mean because we all know on attractions they like to do soft openings when are soft openings happening that's up to them is it every day No, it's whenever they feel like they're going to run it just to test it. They may run for a few hours one day, they may run it a whole day. They may run it one day and they're not going to run it the next two days. They will do a soft opening of Ratatouille. Could be in August, could be in September, could just be the week before October 1st, which will be the end of September. But this is a very family friendly, trackless attraction where guests will feel like they are shrinked to the size of Chef Remy and scurry through Gaston's famous restaurant and being chased by the little chef. So that, again, opens October 1st. And because it is France and because it is Epcot and because it is Disney, October 1st, also, they're opening a restaurant because food is part of everything. We need more Disney food. So Le crêperie de Paris will be opening also October 1st adjacent to uh, Chef Remy's uh, Ratatouille adventure. This will be both table and quick service, so get out your mobile apps first thing in the morning while you're eating your breakfast, put in your lunch order there because that's how it has to be done. The menu will feature sweet crepes, uh, savory buckwheat galettes, uh, which is naturally gluten-friendly, according to Disney, and authentic French hard cider. Not for the kitties, because it is hard cider. These, uh, this will be this will be really nice. So, no ADRs are available for yet that yet as far as I know. It uh, again that opens in October first. We're not in the October first window yet for ADRs, so that's why yeah you're not going to be able to book them yet. But like I said, if you don't get any ADR, you do want to do the quick service. How things stand right now. I'm going to warn you now. Because this is what I'm planning on doing. When you get there. It is your day that in Epcot. While you're having breakfast. Start ordering your lunch. It sounds insane. But that's for mobile ordering. That's what you're going to have to do nowadays. That That's mobile ordering. Is kind of. Almost like the fast pass. It's a good idea to cut down on the time, but it goes quickly. So once it's, you know, once an area is booked up, it, it's booked up. You're, you you can not you know, they can't provide any more, uh, lunches or meals or orders at that time, order early, plan your day. If you're one of those that just flies by to deceive your pants and expect, oh will just or- mobile order it and pick it up in an hour. It doesn't work that way anymore. I'm sorry. That's, that's the reports I'm getting out of the park. That's what I'm hearing from everybody else. I haven't tested that myself, but I hear enough of it to understand that you really have to plan ahead for your mobile orders. Unless if you're doing someplace that really is unpopular, really doesn't offer anything, or if you're just doing snacks, which is fine because sometimes I do that too. We'll just be going about. We'll have a nice, good breakfast, character meal, you know, a good, decent breakfast somewhere. And just hit the snack carts. We'll do the snack carts on the way to uh, where we were walking around. Get a giant Mickey pretzel. Get you know some popcorn. Get some of the nuts. And get a drink or some of the smart water. Smart water is usually the best way to go, especially in the, the hot weather. That's how you're always going to do better. Um, keep you fresh. You go on and then you just keep going. This way you could eat and you're not losing time by sitting down. Where do we go from there so beacons of the magic uh, beacons of magic shine at Walt Disney World theme parks what does that mean what is beacons of magic shining each of the giant weenies the icons of the park will be getting a um enhancement visual enhancement on for the uh for the 50th anniversary, Cinderella's Castle has already got its um, its illuminations. It's, it's got a new paint job. It's got its embellishments around it. It's going to get a nice big placard in the middle. I think it actually looks nice. I can, haven't seen it in person, but the, a lot of the pictures I have, especially whenever you get a little bit of a cloud cover behind it, looks really good. I, I, I think the colors pop, and it's just got a nice, illustrious, kind of a happier tone to it. The blues, I mean, the blue is classic. The blues and grays that was on it was always classic. And yes, I hope they go back to that. But right now, this is where it's uh, it's going for the celebration. And I, I think that the rose gold colors is appropriate and um, really adds a little pep to it, especially with the embellishments around the turrets. Um, looks really nice. Animal Kingdom theme park. A warm light will emit from the Tree of Life as magical fireflies gather to usher in the magic of nature. What that says to me is image mapping. That they will be doing image mapping on the tree of life. life pardon me. For uh, for the nighttime stuff. You're not going to see it during the day, obviously. All this stuff is actually going to take place at the night. And this uh, will go into the, the the show as well that they will be doing. Um, you know, they do the, the nighttime shows on the tree. Hollywood Tower Hotel, so the Tower of Terror at Disney Hollywood Studios, will be washed in a brilliance invoking the golden age of imagination and adventure. I don't know how to translate that. That is, again, they're going to be image mapping something on the Tower of Terror. That's how I take that. The Tower of Terror is going to get some sort of image mapping on it. Um, and it has to do Golden Age of Imagination and Adventure. I would say some of the classic Disney stuff, but that doesn't even sound like that. So, hmm, we will see what they, they have in store for that. Um, yeah, they'll put something fun up there. They're going to put something fun up there. Something to probably do with movies. Adventure is now the new more theme of that park. Epcot, as we know, uh, new lights will be shining across the reflective panels of Spaceship Earth, connecting uh, one another to a symbol of optimism. Uh, Resembling stars in a nighttime sky. The iconic structure, this is going to be permanent. So we're starting this October 1st, or there's about, but it will continue it's going to be a permanent thing. It's just going to be there now until they decide it's not going to be. Almost like the giant uh, sorcerer arm that was there until it wasn't. Um, that was never meant to stay that long. It was just a matter of we're going to put this up. It's going to be a perm. It's a permanent, temporary, permanent fixture. And whatever the uh, millennium celebration was over. They looked at and go, "How do we get this down now?" Hence why it stuck around for a bit. So they were able to change it, take the 2000 down, put on the words Epcot, left it up for a little bit longer, and then said, now we really need to get this thing down. So eventually they figured it out. <clears throat> Took them a few years. That's how good they build some t- things sometimes, the Imagineers. They build them so good, they don't even know how to take it down sometimes. Pardon me again. Animal Kingdom is going to finally get a daytime show because the nighttime show, not too many people are missing. Sorry, it's true. That's the way it is. Um, I, I had the option last time I was there to go see the um, the show at Animal Kingdom at night and chose to go look at Pandora instead. Um, I think I took the better option. One of the cast members was really trying to encourage me to go over Um, and and watch the nighttime show there. We chose not to. I've listened to the music, it sounds okay. The videos and seen things I've seen, it looked all right. I think Pandora at night is something that you need to really experience. Um, Pandora at night is just breathtakingly beautiful and uh, complete. the, The Imagineers really pushed themselves there and it shows how just amazing it is forget about going on the rides; just walking there is uh is worth the is the worth the time and the mission it's it's spectacular so we're getting kite tails at animal king disney's kite tails because everything has to have the word disney in front of it now for copyright reasons disney's kite tails Will take flight at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park, also beginning October 1st, inside the Discovery River Amphitheater. There will be flying, performers will be flying. So, this is getting the idea. Basically, they probably took the jet skis from Epcot because you cannot use them anymore in the lagoon because of the harmonious barges. So, when Epcot Forever comes back in two weeks, a week. You will not be having the the kites fly in that anymore. You're getting more fireworks. More fireworks is good. I always like more fireworks. That is my problem with uh, Happily Ever After. Beautiful show, less fireworks. Beautiful show, more fireworks. Why can't you just add more fireworks? More things blowing up, more explosions, more beauty in the sky. Budgets. So, October 1st, you're going to be getting this. They're getting the jet skis over new kites, uh, which basically what it is kites of all shapes and sizes and wind catchers, wind catchers and kites of all shapes and sizes will be out in the water. Um, three-dimensional kites. It will be sh- some stretch up to thirty feet long. It will depict Disney animal friends, including Simba, Zazu, ba- uh, Baloo, and King Louie. Um, probably others. These colorful creations will dance throughout the sky to the beat of favorite Disney songs in uplifting, vibrant experiences for the whole family. My guess is some of these songs will include songs from The Lion King and The Jungle Book. But that's just a guess. These, uh, these, this is, again, it's just something fun to put in there. And you know, they have this space. They built this theater. They need to use it, right? So that's what they're doing. They are using this theater for, for something during the day because you, nighttime stuff they haven't figured out yet at Animal Kingdom. And it becomes tricky because it's the lake that they use is completely natural. So you got a lot of vegetation. A lot of vegetation around it creates a lot of stuff at the bottom and floating in the water. And that causes issues with special water effects. And that's kind of the problem that they were having before. Then you got the most obscure thing, which is the Golden Disney Fab 50 sculptures, which will appear across the theme parks. Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, Goofy, Pluto, Chip and Dale will be part of a new collection of special golden characters sculptures debuting October 1st across the four Walt Disney World theme parks. There will be 50 characters featured overall guests will be able to interact with these disney fab 50 in surprising ways as part of the 50th anniversary celebration again they are very being very aloof about what you can actually do with this this is something that is going to be out there this is going to be something that you can interact with this is something for the 50th anniversary What is the interaction? How are you interacting with these things? Are they going to be moving statues are they gonna be somewhat animatronic? Um, Are they just gonna make vocal noises? Um, Is it something that you're going to do through the my Disney experience app in interact is it going to be an AR situation? That again through the the my Disney experience app or through another app that we may not know about the genie app we haven't heard about the Genie app in a while. So what's going on with that? That's still in progress. They're still working on that. Is this going to be something that we're Instagram photos? Yeah, but again, interactive. They, they're they specifying. They're harping on the word interactive. So definitely Instagrammable. Um, again, probably maybe an AR situation through Instagram, through. Um... Oh, what's the other one? Uh, Snapchat. Is that the other one that the kids are using nowadays um the snapchat with the ar on and, um, and, and changing things around that uh it'll be a tick tock it'll be a tick tock app, app thing that you'll be able to do with you know you'll start dancing with the the statues um those kids these days <laughs> exactly um so we 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 don't. They haven't specified what the interactive ability of these statues are yet. Other than they will be there, and it's it's going to be something. It'll be something fun. It's going to be something fun and cool for the fiftieth, and uh, it will be around for eighteen months. And maybe they'll leave them a little bit longer. Maybe not. We'll see. And of course, what would be any celebration or anniversary at a Disney Park without getting the characters involved and dressed up themselves? Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, Pluto, Chip, and Dale, no single theme of which characters are mentioned here, will be dressed in sparkly new looks, custom made for the special occasion, highlighting these uh, celebratory designs, including beautiful embroidery uh, impressions of Cinderella's castle, um, backed by fireworks, as well as brocade and multi-toned iridescent Fabrics, of course, iridescent is spelled E-A-R-I-D-E-S-C-E-N-T because you have to have Mickey's ears involved. All punctuated with pops of gold, Mickey and Minnie will be the hosts of the world's most magical celebration, joined by Walt Disney World cast members. At the heart of this event, they will be wearing the cast members new iridescent name tags designed for the 50th anniversary. Cast will demonstrate yet again. That they are renowned for their commitment to service, consistently exceeding guests' expectations by going above and beyond to make visits to the most magical place on Earth. Very special. And I I stand up and stand behind that because if it wasn't for the cast members, you could put all the characters and stuff out there. It would not be the same It The cast members are the real magic makers Of the Disney parks As much as the Imagineers do As much as corporate does As much as everyone else is involved It gets right down And Disney realizes That the The cast members in the parks In the resorts On the transportation They are what Brings The guests back Day after day, month after month, year after year, and make sure if you see a cast member out there and they're going above and beyond and they did something special or you see them doing either something special for you or for somebody else, find a lead and or go to guest services and make sure to recognize them because they do find out. If you take the time to recognize a cast member the cast member will find out and they will be congratulated and it, it is Disney goes that extra step it's not something that okay oh great you know you did, they found out that a cast member did a good job okay thank you no they go up to the cast member and tell them someone did recognize you and they build they get enough recognition they get reward they 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 get taking care of disney does take care of their as much as people oh they don't pay them and you know, yes disney needs to pay their cast members better but if a cast member does good and exceedingly keeps doing good they get a lot of recognition and the the company does they do recognize them they do they do pay attention to that type of stuff so that that's always important and it's always cool to see them with new name badges. Man, I wish I had a special one. Um, for more information, to keep up on all this, make sure to go to DisneyWorld.com slash 50. That's the number 50. Or the Disney Park blogs to keep up with it. It's going to also be hashtag DisneyWorld50 on social media. There was one other announcement that they made that came back. Because... D23 was supposed to take place at Walt Disney World. Couldn't take place at Walt Disney World because of the pandemic. They announced for the 50th celebration, D23 is coming to Orlando in November. It will be what I thought I had the dates here and I I don't. It will be taking place November. Ah, I didn't print out the dates. My goodness. I thought I had them here. Um, Coming in November will be the D23 Expo. And if someone could put it in the chat for me, I would appreciate it. Or I will look it up here in my email that I got from them recently. You think you got everything prepared? Just announced. Here we go. D23 will be celebrating at Walt Disney World November 19th through the 21st you have your gold membership event tickets go on sale in july so all you gold members out there get ready july is when you'll be able to get your tickets to go to the d23 in november november 19th through the 21st is a weekend of course in orlando a fantastic disney celebration Walt disney world resorts More information of that will be coming soon. And it should be awesome, as all the D23s. D23 is one of those events that just keeps getting better and better as it keeps going on. I don't know what they're going to be putting out there, but I'm sure there's going to be a lot of special stuff with the 50th anniversary, and there's going to be more. So, what are you looking forward to? Everyone out there, what... what, Uh, Out of everything that's been announced so far, and there's a lot more other stuff that I'm sure we have not heard about. I mean, we know Tron is coming. We know Guardians of the Galaxy is coming. We know, again, the stuff in Epcot is coming. And those have not officially been announced. But how do you not recognize a giant building that is two to four times bigger than Spaceship Earth being built in Epcot? Or, how do you not realize this really awesome looking roller coaster off to the side of Space Mountain that they have had to block off parts of the railroad for? In Space 220 on the side of Spaceship Earth. What out of all this are you looking forward to? Me, I'm going to go with Harmonious. I think Harmonious is going to be spectacular. Um, Obviously, the Tron coaster is fantastic. It's not new, uh, being that we have one in Shanghai. Guardians of the Galaxy is new. That should be pretty cool, too. But Harmonious, I think, is just going to be mind-blowing and, and absolutely spectacular. And I, I, I love the nighttime, nighttime stuff. Epcot always seems to get the really cool nighttime shows. Because you have this beautiful, it's basically a theater in the round. So, you, you're going to utilize everything around there. You utilize the countries and fireworks in all directions and um, fire and uh, imagery. So, they're, they're always pushing the, the the envelopes there. Chris Brooks is uh, excited for the railway to begin reopening eventually. Yes, <laughs> one trot is done or for much further along because they're rerouting the track from my understanding or they built the thing over the tree. It's this weird. I don't know what they're doing with the the railroad track because it's kind of occupying the same space as Tron. I haven't checked to see if um, the, the satellite imaging has gotten updated pictures of, of how that's all going to see exactly how Tron and the railroad tracks line up from one of the, um, Uh, artist renditions that i saw that it looks like the the train goes through a tunnel um underneath it which should be interesting to see uh if they do up anything special in that tunnel but uh yeah so um you got all that kind of fun stuff going on and again i don't think they've told us everything yet one thing i've been waiting for and i think a lot of us have been waiting for particularly you know disney world fanatics is that a nighttime parade has been missing now for quite some time at the Magic Kingdom? It's been too long that we haven't had a nighttime parade there. If you're hoping for a Tron scene, yeah, in the in the um in the tunnel, that would be that would be awesome. Some sort of uh lighting or tron effect going on in there, that would be cool on the railway. Um yeah, we, we need a nighttime parade, and I heard rumors that they were going to try and get paint the night over there, um, but it just would not fit, would not, um, the turning radius was not appropriate for the Magic Kingdom versus the turning radiuses that it uses in uh, in Disneyland uh, A DCA. It, not all the floats work properly, but... Um, and I I absolutely love paint the night. I think it is a spectacular parade and hopefully they can make something along that vein to put in there again. Disneyland keeps getting new parades, daytime and nighttime. Yeah. Disney world gets a number of different, uh, daytime parades, but it's the nighttime parade. So that's, let's face it. The nighttime parades, daytime ones are cool. Uh, Festival of Fancy is cool. All that stuff is, is really cool, but the the nighttime ones, Spectrum Magic, uh, Main Street Electrical Parade, only two that we've got it. Um, but if you want to go into the the Boo to You Parade, uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Parade, um, always just amazing. Um, it, it it takes however your day went. It took, takes the level of your excitement during the day. How much you enjoy the daytime celebrations and events. And, and knocks it up, not one, not two, but like 10 notches to sit there and, and just watch this parade. And you get immersed into the music and this the spectacle in front of you. The, the lights and the characters, the dancing, the effects, all of it is just remarkable. And, like I said, it is missing. It is is sorely and obviously missing from that park. I don't know. Since they put the first parade in, which was, what, late 70s? This has been the longest the Magic Kingdom has been without a nighttime celebration. Correct me if I'm wrong. So we need our nighttime parades. All right, anyone have any questions? Um, Let's do a real quick question and answer uh, situation, Um, and then we will look to forward. Probably doing this next week. Everyone up for doing it again next week? Next week, I was thinking we could talk The Bad Batch. Give you a week to catch up on it. We'll be ten episodes in out of the sixteen episode run. I think we need to talk a little Bad Batch because if you haven't been watching it and you like Star Wars, especially if you like the Clone Wars, if you like the Clone Wars series or even um, Rebels, any of that stuff, check out the Bad Batch. This show gets better with every episode. Um, I, I cannot recommend it enough. If you enjoy Star Wars, if you're mildly into Star Wars, you'll still enjoy it. Uh, as long as you know enough about particularly the prequels if you know about the clones check out the last episode the last um, season of clone wars even there's just a chunk of them where the these characters first show up you get a quick introduction there and then this takes off from there it just runs and this group of characters is fantastic the dave filoni in his wisdom has created yet again another spectacular series on you know, the mandalorian clone wars rebels um Resistance I, I don't know about that. One. <laughs> but um This is just been remarkable. Um, like I said each episode keeps getting better and better and uh, we shall so, see where it goes. I mean, you're dealing with a group of characters you do not know what their future is. You do, and you're dealing with a time period that you really haven't had much information about before. You, you know, it is after after the prequels, so after Episode Three, before Episode Four, and how the Empire, in its infancy, started changing things. So you you yeah, a lot of uh, different takes on that and um, kind of what happened with all the clone stuff and how the empire stuff starts coming in, in some of the the morphing and changing of situations. And how did we go away from the clones to the stormtroopers that that's, that's kind of touched on here as well. Spectacular series. Again, if you haven't watched it, got a week, check out some of it. We'll talk about it next week. Same time, same channel. All right. No questions. So thank you for coming, everybody. It's been spectacular. Thank you for everyone. And uh if you haven't caught it on the live feed, I'm hoping this I'll be able to put this out on the uh audio feeds, on the podcast feeds, and you'll be able to watch it there. Or you could always watch it again, I think, on YouTube. These YouTube keeps this up. Hope that's the case. And um, yeah, this has been fun. This has been great. I look forward to doing again. Thank you again, everybody, and have a magical evening.